Hey everyone, it is Wednesday, and by now you know what that means. That means we bring back Anna Kelly uh, for our expert series. How you doing, Anna? I'm great today. How are you, Michael? I'm doing really, really well. As you know, uh, the CDC came out of nowhere yesterday with this uh, this thing. I sent you a I sent you a message saying, "Did you see this coming?" You're like, "What are you talking about? I have to go read it." Uh, so, uh, what are your thoughts about that? Unbelievable. So. <laughs> Trump issued the CDC, Centers for Disease Control, yep. the authority to put a moratorium on evictions through the end of the year. Yep. So it's interesting, Michael, that the CDC doesn't have authority anymore to track the coronavirus. Yeah. But they do have authority somehow to, you know, mitigate evictions. So it was completely out of left field, completely shocking to me. Um, but once I started thinking about it, I'm like, it's a pretty cool political move. Yeah. And the other thing is it actually has some benefits to landlords too. Yeah. So we can I, talk about that a little yeah, bit. Yeah. I think, I think there's, there's like multiple levels here. First <laughs> off the headline that came out and it was the headline everywhere. CDC stops eviction, CDC moratorium, CDC, CDC, CDC. And I'm like, does CDC stand for something else? I mean, is this is this really disease control that's impacting my, you know, breaking leases now, which is, again, in the U.S. Constitution? Can't be. So, of course, you click in, you see it. Yes, it is the Center for Disease Control. And you're right. This goes back to those executive orders. I think he signed three or four of them uh, last month. And as you read it, it looks like the first thing he did is he authorized CDC to look at if evictions could could potentially help spread the virus. That's how CDC got involved, right? Does right. kicking people out of their home, either forcing them to live in the street or move in with other family members, could that theoretically spread the virus? And that is, that is the thing that CDC has anchored themselves on. They have come out and said unequivocally, yes. And thus that gives them the control to make this claim, which is uh, an interesting stretch to say the least. But Especially you, when ninety four percent of the population don't get coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it's one of those things. That what has not, what has not ceased to amaze me, Michael, during all of this is how many pieces of legislation are so broad swath. It's mm -hmm. like everyone gets, you know, foreclosure um, forbearances. Everybody right. gets, you know, eviction relief. And very few things that are targeted to just those people that need it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the one thing I will say that, that I thought was positive is where you see some states and, and local municipalities banning all evictions yeah. um, for any reason that people can't pay during this time. Mm -hmm. It seems like the executive order did make clear that people still will owe their landlords their full amount of rent, mm -hmm. that they are expected to take their benefits and employment ben unemployment benefits mm -hmm. and to pay their rent, mm -hmm. and that if they don't, there will be consequences. So it, it seemed to try to you know, fix it for both sides. So mm -hmm. you know, giving tenants the, the leeway if they need it to not pay because of impact of coronavirus, but saying, hey, this isn't a free lunch. Right. And I'm hoping that by it being an executive order, maybe it stops some other, you know, local and regional, um, gov right. you know, governing authorities from making even tighter eviction moratoriums than what the federal government is now mandating. 
Yeah, I mean, again, I read, if there was actually, I don't know if you've seen it, but there's a, I think it's a 37 page document. It's really more like 20 pages because it's all formatting and all nonsense that the CDC put out on their site. Um, I read it and it, it actually, it's actually not as bad as the headlines read, right? First off, it does have more teeth, right? It's only for the tenants impacted. They have to declare. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but there are income thresholds, just like the $1,200 stimulus check. So this basically pushes this order to the lower, the, the lower income scales, right? Because if you make more than $99,000 as an individual or $198,000 as a family, this doesn't cover you. You are expected to pay your rent. All right. Uh, so and I'm quite frankly surprised that the numbers were that high. Yeah. I mean, people making $200,000 a year, you know, are probably not struggling to pay their rent. But, you know, I think it, this is just my opinion. And, you know, I, I don't like to get too political, as you know. <laughs> yeah. But it seems like this is a piece of legislation that says, if you're poor, this is for you. If you're middle class, this is for you. Because most benefits don't help the middle class. Yep. Mm -hmm. We're slightly above middle class. Mm -hmm. And this t t seems to have some, some help for people all the way up to 200,000. Yep. And oh, by the way, if you're a landlord, it's better for you because they have to prove necessity. Yep. So, you know, I think it was a very smart, expedient political move. Um, yeah. You know, let's see what it really does. Yeah, there's, there's, I agree with you. I, when I looked at this, when I looked at this, it freaked me out, right? What the hell is CDC doing? Then I, I took the time to read it. It takes like 30 or 35 minutes to read it. And I'm like, the, the thing I was left with was just that. This was a chess move by a politician who knows he's in trouble. And he has basically said, I'm going to do something for the, the lower income scale and middle class that the rest of Congress isn't doing. And I could just see him playing this up over and over. I mean, I can see it becoming the drumbeat in all, all the ads. Hey, look at me. I, I, I staved off evictions. Hey, look at me. I, I goosed unemployment 300. It's like, I mean, man, he's, he's, he's trying to show another side to himself that maybe he's not the person he's put out there the last three and a half years. I think it's a genius move. Yeah. It's, it's like, wow, I did not see that coming. And yeah. uh, <laughs> it makes sense, right? Yeah. So, so many surprises, you know, you just, nothing amazes me anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then from a landlord perspective, you're so right. Cause it does have teeth. A, there's the income threshold. Um, right. So if you're, if you're a landlord in San Francisco, Manhattan, the really expensive cities, this, your tenants have to pay, right. You, you can evict them. Uh, assuming yeah. local ordinances don't protect them, of course. Um, it is, it is, but it is going to help the most people. It's pretty broad. Uh, you do have to prove, you have to prove every month that you're impacted. If you do get federal aid, it's coming. The one thing that I saw coming that is not out yet is typically when CDC gets involved, right, they go declare something. Typically right after that, my experience, money shows up, right? So what yes. I see coming is maybe it's from the HUD, maybe it's from some other vehicle, but they're going to throw money behind this, which will then become the kitty where both landlords and tenants win because like you said earlier this is not rent forgiveness it's you know rent delay correct and i could see the hud and some local municipalities going hey we're, we're you know we're gonna we're gonna cover the last three months for tenant a and tenant b and maybe a month and a half for tenant c yeah because right now balance i mean i have tenants that owe like 
somewhere between eight and $12,000 because they haven't paid since March. It's not a lot, but it's growing every month at this point. Right, right. So um, it's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens. Money has to show up. Yeah, for sure. And, and one thing that this made me think about too, Michael, is there are some, several people have reached out to me um, in Pennsylvania and, and elsewhere who have had um, counties who've come in and said, hey, we're going to pay, you know, like $1,500 toward your tenant's rent, but in exchange for doing so, you can't evict them for another six months. And so it's like, I'm saying, no way, you know, if it's, you know, if, if you don't have to say, I can't evict them for another six months, don't. So it's right. better that at least at a national level, there's a mandate that says oh, you have to pay. Yeah. So anything that I do with tenants is going to say, listen, the national mandate is you have to pay. We'll mm -hmm. continue to work with you yeah. and we'll help you, but you've got to make payments and you've got to provide us proof and evidence that you've really been impacted. Yeah. And we've essentially been doing that from the beginning anyway, you know, since all of this started. Mm -hmm. um, but, but I'm thankful that the legislation makes that very clear so that we can point them back and say, you know, this isn't a get out of jail free card. You know? Yeah, there's there's no free rent. This is not a rent strike. There's not this the CDC. I actually like the order uh, because again, if you're if you're sick or someone in your family is sick or all of these other things, you know, even though I'm a landlord and I have some huge balances, if if one of my tenants had it and just couldn't pay, I'd, I'd waive the rent. It's just the right. right thing to do as a human being. Right. But that said, um, you know, I have a couple of tenants who saw the headlines. And decided to party all the time and, and not, they're, they're not following the lease and, and throwing parties and, you know, doing all these other things. Uh, I, I need to get bad actors out. And the beauty of this legislation, again, it's in the CDC article, is if the tenants break any other aspect of the lease, you can evict them. Right. 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 So now I have. Really all that landlords have wanted and have argued for yes. the most part anyway. I mean, good landlords are not out there to say. We don't care about people. We're going to kick them all out. Yeah. But it's like, let us make the decisions based on contract law and based yeah. on our contract that says you've got to follow these rules. Yep. You know, we'll work with you during the pandemic, but any other reason is no excuse. And we need to be able to get someone out and get somebody in that's going to, you know, follow the lease, abide by the rules and right. do their best to pay. Yeah. That's all I've ever wanted is I want to, I want to get bad actors out. Uh, yeah. And again, I, you know, I don't know what it is. 98% of my tenants are wonderful people hardworking, do yeah. the right thing. All they want is a safe, secure place to raise their family. That's, and that's true in a pandemic and not in a pandemic, right? I've said that for a long time. It's always that 1%, that 1% that, that makes it hard. And um, they, you know, they take advantage. They, they, they will, this, this one individual I know that's got an eight, $8,500 or 8,500 back balance in rent he will take me up to the last day of the sheriff showing up, which, oh, by the way, is probably going to be 12 to 14 months of free rent. I know it. Ugh. And he'll just ghost me right at the end. Yeah. It's coming. So. It's tough. Yeah. Any other, any other thoughts as you look at this? I don't think it's nearly as bad as the headlines read. I think it's a tremendous political maneuver that I didn't see coming. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts as we kind of wrap up this CDC talk? You know, I think just, you know, when we try to plan for the future, there's so much that's unknown. And, you know, every week it seems there's something big that's going, whoa, didn't see that coming. Whoa, yeah. didn't see that coming. Yeah. Um, you know, so, so you mitigate what you can and you just realize that there's, you know, this thing isn't quite over. Yeah. Um, some landlords are kind of relaxing, thinking, oh, this thing's, you know, slowing down. It's over. You know, this isn't quite over. And I think that we still have to be, you know, cautious and conservative 
Yeah. Um, you know, have some reserves and, you know, just wait and see how things play out. But, but overall, I think this puts us in a better position, honestly, than where we were yeah. two days yeah. ago. I agree with that. I guess the one question I just want to ask that just popped in my head is, is this latest left field thing changing what you're looking at to, in either buying or selling? Or will you buy more, sell more, lower your criteria, anything because of this or not really? No, not really, because we pretty much knew that, you know, legislators were looking to potentially extend the eviction moratorium through the end of the year anyway. Um, so it, it just is what it is. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for this. We are going to have another Ana interview here in just a minute. Thank you. Great. Thank you.